It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and as uh, we roll through the Fourth of July weekend, a lot of great celebrations, a lot of great opportunities to reflect on principles, on the vision of this country, all the things that combine and unite us as a nation. And an opportunity to celebrate some of those who have left a meaningful legacy when it comes to freedom, uh, freedom of religion, uh, first freedoms, uh, and so many others. And uh, that took place in one of the great events, of course, the Freedom Festival uh, down in Provo. Uh, often has their uh, a gala uh, in conjunction with all the activities they have over the 4th of July weekend. And on Thursday... Uh, at the gala was held at Utah Valley Convention Center uh, by the uh, Freedom Festival at Provo. Uh, they honored Dallin H. Oaks, uh, first counselor in the First Presidency and president of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints uh, with a very prestigious award. Uh, he had a uh, distinguished legal career, uh, has spent a lifetime studying the founding documents of this country and regularly Uh, points out things that we should learn, and more importantly, things that we should apply when it comes to the principles of freedom. At the ceremony last night, uh, President Oaks said, let us be united to defend the great principles of the United States Constitution, and discussed why that Constitution is still worth defending, uh, even while many people uh, tend to question and wonder. And I think on a Fourth of July weekend, it's so great to, to tie those two extraordinary documents together, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution that really create the framework uh, that we get to live under today. Uh, As I mentioned, uh, President Oaks really has spent a lifetime uh, focused on these principles, uh, and as he describes them, uh, heaven-sent principles. Uh, But in his uh, early career, of course, uh, he was a, a lawyer uh, practiced law in Chicago for 10 years. Uh, he taught at the University of Chicago Law School, later became uh, president of Brigham Young University, and then, uh, of course, was a justice on the Utah Supreme Court from 1980 until uh, 1984 when he was called to the apostleship for the church. And I want to go through some of the uh, comments and some of the things that he has been talking about of late as it relates to the Constitution. Again, these great founding documents uh, why they're important, why they matter, and why they matter to people of all faiths, and why they matter to people of no faith at all. In April of this year, uh, he spoke uh, and uh, addressed the issue of why he felt that God had established the U.S. Constitution. What was God's purpose in establishing the United States Constitution? We see it in the doctrine of moral agency. The most desirable condition for the exercise of that agency is maximum freedom for men and women to act according to their individual choices. President Oaks went on to explain in that April 2021 address 
that while the Constitution was divinely inspired, uh, that amendments to the Constitution uh, meet the needs of a changing world and are also inspired. The Constitution was not a fully grown document, said President J. Reuben Clark. On the contrary, he explained, we believe it must grow and develop to meet the changing needs of an advancing world. For example, inspired amendments abolished slavery and gave women the right to vote. However, we do not see inspiration in every Supreme Court decision interpreting the Constitution. I think that's uh, so interesting uh, in terms of where President Oaks uh, has gone in terms of these conversations. One of the things that he mentioned last night in receiving this award as part of the Freedom Festival, he said, let us be united to defend the great principles of the United States Constitution and to use our precious freedoms to further the work of our faith and to serve our fellow men. I think that's an important uh, distinction there because it isn't just about having these principles. It's about living and applying the principles. Uh, That's where the power is. The power is not uh, just in the knowledge. The knowledge is in applying, or the power is in applying that knowledge to real issues. Uh, In this montage, uh, President Oaks lists uh, many of those divinely inspired principles in the Constitution and why they still matter today. I believe the United States Constitution contains at least five divinely inspired principles. First is the principle that the source of government power is the people. A second inspired principle is the division of delegated power between the nation and its subsidiary states. Another inspired principle is the separation of powers. A fourth inspired principle is in the cluster of vital guarantees of individual rights and specific limits on government authority in the Bill of Rights. Fifth and finally, I see divine inspiration in the vital purpose of the entire Constitution. We are to be governed by law and not by individuals. Uh, Those are five Great principles. You want to have a good conversation uh, around the uh, the barbecue over the weekend or at the dinner table. Uh, just rattle through those uh, that that President Oaks has shared. Uh, that the source of government power is the people. That the division of power is so vital between the federal and state governments. This idea of federalism is such a crucial principle. I think it is more important now than ever. Uh, third, the separation of powers uh, amongst the different branches. Again, making sure we have those checks and balances. And then, of course, that the Constitution has those vital guarantees of individual rights and limits on government power. And then this idea that we are to be governed by law and not by individuals, not by people, not by politicians, not even by presidents. Uh, It is the law that uh, really moves everything along. Uh, finally, I want to get to, to one last thing that President Oaks shared. He lists some ways that we can uphold the Constitution today because, again, that's what it's always all about. It's uh, not enough to talk about it. Uh, we have to do it. We have to apply it. We have to live it. Uh, here's what President Oaks had to say. There are other duties that are part of upholding the inspired Constitution. We should learn and advocate the inspired principles of the Constitution. We should seek out and support wise and good persons who will support those principles in their public actions. We should be knowledgeable citizens who are active in making our influence felt in civic affairs. Some people ask, you know, well, what what should I do? 
I uh, listen to your program and I think, well, what should I, what should I do, or how should I best celebrate the Fourth of July, uh, or in September the uh, the Constitution? And there's some pretty good uh, examples right there that we should learn and advocate for those inspired principles. We should support people who support those principles in public affairs, and we should be knowledgeable as citizens and active in making our influence felt in civic affairs. President Oaks has also spent a lot of time over the last year or so uh, talking about this idea that we we need to come together, that these principles are the things that unite us. And too often we are allowing political parties and politicians uh, to get in the way and use them as wedge issues uh, to divide us or to convince us that we're too divided, to actually solve problems or to get along or to work together towards the common good. Uh, we have to remember that, that government is our shared project. Uh, it is not government uh, controlling our lives. It's w- we decide. This is, a, this is a shared project we're doing here in this constitutional republic in the United States of America. And uh, President Oaks, uh, Dallin H. Oaks of the First Presidency of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, again, celebrated and given an award last night at Utah Valley Convention Center by America's Freedom Festival at Provo. Richly deserved and great insight, a great thing for us to be talking about and looking for ways to apply as we roll into this July 4th weekend. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, we're going to continue our historic march uh, through America. Jeremy Pope's going to join us from BYU talking about how the Founding Fathers children influence the constitution you don't want to miss it stay here on ksl news radio two years ago americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the kabul airport she was tear gassed and beaten images of thousands desperate to escape taliban oppression filled our news feeds more than eighty thousand afghans made it to america but the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.